Good morning, everybody. Mixed trade in the grain markets here on Wednesday morning. As of the 7.45 pause in trading, March corn futures down three cents at 3.83 and a half. March soybeans up a quarter at 8.95 and a quarter. March Chicago wheat down seven and a quarter at 5.62 and a half. March Kansas City wheat is down five and a quarter at 4.76 and three quarters. March spring wheat down five and a quarter at 5.37. Uh, the coronavirus remains the biggest headline here this week. We've got nearly 6,000 cases confirmed uh, by the Chinese government. The death toll has hit at least 132, uh, I believe is the last thing I read here. A lot of people believe that the virus is being drastically understated by the Chinese government. Um, as I talked about yesterday, former FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb was on CNBC uh, yesterday in the morning. He said that China is probably underreporting the numbers by tens of thousands. We've had five cases confirmed in the U.S., although more than 100 people across 26 states are being tested. The virus can apparently be transmitted by people showing no symptoms, according to a top British infectious disease specialist. U.S. markets have actually stabilized here or even recovered in some instances following uh, the sharp decline on Monday. We saw the S&P up about 1% yesterday after losing 1.6% on Monday. Uh, the U.S. equity markets have stabilized. Asian markets tumbled overnight. The uh, Hang Seng Index in Hong Kong fell a uh, 2.8%, which is a very sharp decline. A lot of the Chinese markets, uh, the Shanghai, I believe their currency market too, is closed until February 3rd, uh, partially due to the Lunar New Year holiday. And also uh, they extended the holiday because of the virus. China has not increased purchases of U.S. agricultural products since the phase one trade deal signing. We've really yet to see any big flash sale or any strong evidence of a big increase in demand here. So there's still a lot of skepticism surrounding the entire situation. Part of the deal, of course, indicates that China would be required to buy $36.5 billion of U.S. ag products this year in 2020. China, however, has said repeatedly that it will purchase based on market conditions, that it doesn't want to disrupt purchases from other countries. As discussed at length previously, it's very unlikely that U.S. soybeans will be competitive versus Brazil at any point during the next several months for a number of reasons. Soybeans typically account for half of all Chinese purchases of U.S. ag products. So if we're going to hit that target, you would assume that you're going to see a big spike in soybean purchases, and we just haven't seen it yet. <clears throat> There's also the discussion of whether or not USDA will attempt to account for potentially larger purchases in any of these forthcoming USDA reports. Is USDA going to come in uh, in their February WASDE report and tell us that soybean exports will be sharply higher because of the uh, uh, proposed or, or signed Chinese purchases or the, or the fact or the idea rather uh, outlined in the, in the trade agreement that they'll increase purchases? I don't know. I, I doubt that they do that, but they could. Russia plans to set a grain export quota for each marketing season. Um, we heard the story a couple weeks ago that Russia may apply some sort of tax to grain imports over 20 million metric ton tons between now and June. That's a target that's unlikely to be hit. The story from Interfax this morning uh, suggesting that a year-round quota would be implemented um, in the future. Russia's ag ministry is forecasting uh, marketing your grain exports at 45 million metric tons, including 36 million metric tons of wheat uh Russia is the world's largest wheat exporter, of course, and the strong prices out of Russia have really helped to support the U.S. market as of late. I'm looking at a, uh, a continuation chart on soybeans, and there's a case to be made here that spot month soybean futures 
uh, may continue to find some support in the 880s. Uh, that's kind of where we've bottomed out here this week. And uh, you've got a trend line on, on the daily continuation chart that comes up off of the September low through the, uh, it was either late November or early December low. And we're pretty close to that uh, with the trade in the 880s in these March futures. So that could be a uh, support area for the soybean market, uh, something to be aware of. Corn market's been pretty slow. We went up and filled the gap yesterday from uh, Sunday night. News has been slow. We saw Mexico buy a small amount of U.S. corn yesterday. Still no evidence of Chinese purchases here. We'll see a weekly uh, ethanol number today. The court ruling discussed earlier this week could have a positive uh, impact on ethanol demand down the road. U.S courts, appeals courts, essentially questioning the legitimacy of some of these biofuel waivers that have been granted to oil refiners. So it would be a, certainly a good thing if we went back the other way there. Uh, the wheat market has digested lower after what I would call an extended bull run. And, and the chart doesn't really look very ugly to me. This is a, a digestion or a correction, but uh, your HRW futures are a good 25, 30 cents from last week's highs this morning. As long as the black sea prices remain elevated, we should be all right here. But um, I still look at the world situation. Global stocks to use ratios may hit a modern era high this year. That's not a positive. Cattle market uh, tried to rally early yesterday. We ended up finishing uh, the day with marginal losses. Um, so we knew that at some point, this cattle market, after that sharp multi-month rally, you knew that a correction was coming at some point. Um, and, and the coronavirus situation, I think, was the catalyst for it. Your nearby February futures have held together a little bit better than some of your deferreds. Cash market's still pretty good. Ahead of the cash open, the Dow's up 130 points. The S&P's up about nine. Uh, the bonds are up. U.S. dollars up a little bit. Crude oil up 46 cents in the March WTI at 53.95. Precious metals are mixed. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan, and take a look at my subscription service. For $49 a month, you can receive my daily uh, email, my text message service, grain marketing alerts, follow along with my grain marketing plan. If you're seeking to improve this year, that's a great and easy place to start. No obligation. Cancel at any time. Everyone have a great day. We'll talk to you same time tomorrow.